Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. Join us as we talk about our post-op diets, interview really cool guests, share products we love, encourage each other on our journeys, and, you know, just live in our best lives. everybody. Welcome to season three, episode two of the No Guts, No Glory podcast. I'm Courtney and I am here with my beautiful, ever-shrinking host, co-host, Allison. Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm loving your cactus earrings right now, I have to say, Thank so you. much. And your pink shirt. Like, yes. who are you? We yeah. went for color today. <laughs> I love it. You're a ray of sunshine. Yes. I mm-hmm. saw a little meme yesterday that was like, it's time for me to change my uh, summer black wardrobe to my fall black wardrobe. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so accurate. <laughs> Except for I yeah. am trying to fit in a few pops of color. <laughs> right. But, no, I love it. I love it. I feel like you always wear a lot of color. I've been trying. I yeah. always wanted to hide before. And now I'm like, sure. eh, it's fine. We're good. But that person fine. is a year. Yeah, like we are way beyond that, Courtney. It is crazy. Um, so our friends were just here this weekend and uh, her husband took a video of us scootering across the bridge. And genuinely from the back, I was like, I looked and I saw Brandon. I was like, oh, good job. Like you did so good. And then I was like, wait, is that me? <laughs> like I genuinely from the back do not recognize myself. And I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it's so cool. You need to send me that video. Because I've been yes. sending you pictures, like Jeff snapped some pictures of me. And I was like, wait, holy crap. That can't possibly be me. The picture and you like, sent me the other day, I was like, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I know. That's what I said when I saw it. He was like, hold on, stay there. You look really skinny. And I was like, whatever. And then he <laughs> sh- snapped a picture. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, no, very sinewy and like lean and your ass looked great i was like go girl <laughs> i don't really have an ass though that that was an optical illusion for sure i'm actually um i reached out to my old um trainer yeah to have her, she lives like a mile away to have her um help me with some resistance training oh cool that's really yeah. good and your bought, like, team said that's really good to do right. too right Exactly. And that was the reason. So like I had bought those bands, but like, I just don't know what I'm doing and I'll probably just snap myself in the face, right? Like, you know, those huge rubber bands, I'll probably just have like a huge laceration along my cheek. Um, So I was like, if I can just get like a scar face. Yeah. I eventually can do it on my own. I'm not saying that I need to like go hardcore into like a trainer every whatever, but like I need to know what I should be doing and like what would be helpful. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Just because we where we talked about it last week that it, the doctor said, I have a 50, 50 shot of living one more year. If I don't get a transplant, we left out that part. And Jeff definitely <laughs> was like, um, people are going to be wondering why you're talking about clothes shopping and season four, but also important caveat. And we are, you are, we, I mean me, I already told her I'm showing up to the hospital with literal team Allison. Mm. Um, but uh, you are, you're done listing. Or yeah. you're done well, testing. Testing. Now, yes. Yeah. Now it's like that whole scene from like a doctor show about how they like put everything out there that they have about me um, to the whole entire transplant team and um, they officially list me or officially don't. I mean, I would be shocked if they said no because they've surgeon already said like, let's get you in tomorrow. <laughs> so tomorrow. <laughs> right. Um, you know, but of course there's a part of my brain that's like, oh my gosh, what if they say no? But anyway. So if I do get a transplant or when I do get a transplant, then my prognosis is much better. So yeah, little, little, uh, have to put that out there. We wanted to do that right away so that people weren't <laughs> freaked out. But my, so my goal now is, um, to get as strong as I can, because the stronger you are, the quicker you can recover. So that is my plan. So I'm going to see what she says about, uh, meeting up with me and, doing some resistance training because I thought resistance training was like rowing and my surgeon was like uh nope not rowing I remember you saying this to me and I was like wait why is rowing not resistance like you're literally pulling resistance and then I said this to Rob and he goes oh it's cardio and I was like wait a no shit (laughs) I know I (laughs) I know so but you know what's interesting too and I don't like you probably don't feel this way but I kind of feel this way it's like I've lost a lot of weight or whatever. And I'm like, is it because I haven't like, I've lost all my muscle and Mm. 
you know what I mean? I've done it the wrong way. And like my metabolism is like super slow now. Like, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? Like clearly I couldn't have lost the weight just properly because I've been working at it. Obviously. Done everything you need to do. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. no. but you know, it is interesting. So part of my pre part of my diagnosis testing was, um, abdomen, um, CAT scans. And so I was reading those things, um, the results and they said that there were stitches in my stomach. So they like truly really did do the VSG surgery. <laughs> You actually got it done. <laughs> I know. So we, and they really did it. It's not just our, like, it's not Wait, a placebo also, effect. At what point did the stitches dissolve? Like, that's a great question. I wonder too, because we're like, what did, what's the date? The 14th? So you are officially six months. Oh, Wait, yeah. tomorrow. Wait, tomorrow. when did you have your surgery? Tomorrow. Yeah. So you're officially six months tomorrow. Holy I'll be Lord. six months on the 22nd. Dang. And my stitches are still visible via CAT scan. I mean, they did tell me, do not get pregnant for 18 months. So maybe, maybe it's 18 months. <laughs> right. And you've got to have some other stuff going on besides the stitches in the stomach because you also had the Sadie mysterious yeah. procedure. Yeah. We just like, you know, detached some stuff, reattached it other places. Apparently that is a real good thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder what that looks like. Are there's just like butterfly knots. So like, what are we, what are we looking at? What just has like... happened? I know I should, I should just be like, do you have pictures of what you I know. do? I would love right. to see. <laughs> right. Can we do like a 3d ultrasound? Could we possibly? <laughs> I have a feeling he would totally, my surgeon would absolutely be about that. Be like, yeah, dude, like, let's go see everything. <laughs> let's do it. I'm now. so excited to see him. We had to cancel. Uh, he had, um, there's a lot going on in, in healthcare right now, <laughs> but mm. he had an emergency surgery that he needed to do because on top of doing weight loss surgery, he's also like a general surgeon as well. So my appointment got moved from the 16th to the 30th, um, okay. which isn't that big of a deal. I was like, that just gives me more time to lose more weight and be like, yo, look at all these cool things that I've been doing since surgery. <laughs> Show him your video of you on the scooter. Oh my be God, like, oh, yes. that's me. Yes. And axe the, throwing. I went axe throwing. No. Okay. That scares the crap out of me because I feel like I would be the person that would like let go of it and would like fling yes. behind me. And the happen? instructor stands behind you. So like if you think you're going to kill someone, like then you really think you're going to kill someone because someone's standing like behind you, you know, or, and yeah. then Rob and, and our friend's husband were behind us too. And I'm like, this just seems like a bad idea. And then I got it in the first one and I was really good and it was fine. So, so is that like your new talent? I think so. He I, told me that my form is utter shit, but I kept hitting it. So he really didn't want to like scold me. He goes, honestly, you got a sidearm thing going on. And he's like, I would yell at you, but you made it every time. So <laughs> like, maybe, you just, maybe it's the Courtney form. It's like the it's new the form. form. It's called, I have bet wings, sir. And my, my, my wings don't want to come right in front of my face to make this little, he right. was talking about playing beer pong. And then he's like putting his hand in front of his face. And I was like, Clearly, your arms do not do what mine do. Doesn't have boobs, <laughs> like the whole thing, right? Yeah, no, for real. Like he doesn't have anything. Here. Yeah, I like the gesture you just made. I did. I just held my boobs up and out for Al. <laughs> yep, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, and it's good stuff. Um, so I like wearing perform. my new bras, by the way. Just, okay. just throwing that out there. All the notes you never even told me you went to the bra fitting store. I didn't. Like, I did it at home. Oh, that's much less fun. Yeah, I know, but. The bra fitting store here is made in form. Okay. And I did not want that experience. The other one that would do a fitting for you was one that is a comfort bra um, that is not meant for support, but is meant for comfort. And as my post-surgery gals know, we -hmm. will be needing support. Um, (laughs) Things have gotten flat and extended <laughs> like yes we need lifting um there right. can be no just like here enjoy this because uh, that's what my like lane bryant bras did i always had the like no underwire ones because they would cut in but i literally like when i had gotten surgery i was a 48c and i was down to like a 44 and i knew that my cup size probably needed to be bigger so i did 44d and already i was like ooh, four inches yes and then uh no, I'm today I'm wearing a 40, which is a whole other four inches. They're snug, so they're on the first wire right now. I'll be able to move them down to three. Mm-hmm. But then my cup size was wrong. I needed a double D. So I was like, 
I have the right one now. It feels so comfortable. The girls look way better. <laughs> First of all, I'm impressed that you can even measure yourself. Anytime we that Jeff and I try to do my measurements just for like, I'm always like, I don't know where this goes. Like, did we get the right spot? And it's always like tilted. And I'm like, so good for you to be able to like measure your own boobs. I thank you, thank you. Couldn't do I it. Mean, let's say that we had a willing participant with my husband. So. Well, of course, yes. I'm sure Rob was all very pleased to be like, I will touch your boobs and measure them for you. I will help. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Do you need to do this every day? How often do we need to measure these? So, so he's like, so are we measuring again? Like, <laughs> it was still looking a little smaller. Should we measure again? <laughs> I mean, we did it two hours ago. I love it. It's so good. But they're so cute. Like, look, this is pink and lacy and like. Yes. Super cute because in my life, I'm going to be wearing cute underwear soon in my life. Yeah. And I've decided this for me. So Right. Well, I mean, do you want to go into why you'll be wearing cute underwear soon? Yeah, let's do it. We've had a moment. Um, Allison has been my support human for, I mean, for years, but real, real hard these past few weeks. Uh, so when we left Seattle, the last day that we were in Seattle, I was having a hard time. We had taken like a short walk. I think it was like less than a mile. And I was fine until we got to a point where I thought that there would be a bathroom and there was not going to be a bathroom. And it was truly just because my period was at a point where I was releasing clots regularly and it was like going through everything. So if anyone has never experienced clots before, um, yes, good, good. (laughs) But it does come with a moment where you feel it uh, coming out and then you know that it will be a lot of blood. Um, And it is kind of crazy. And uh, I have had my period since January of this year. I got surgery February 15th. Um, And throughout moments of weight loss, I have had it really, really heavy where it has like bled through things that doctors at that point are like, okay, that's not great. So we've upped my iron. I talked to my surgeon. I talked to my primary. Um, I tried to talk to my OBGYN who we found out left the practice and the practice never told me, which I think is like bogus. If your doctor is leaving a practice, like patients should be informed. Yeah. There should be a plan. There yeah. should be a letter. There should be a letter and saying like, these are your, you'll see now. This is who yes, you'll see. exactly. Yeah. This is who's been transferred. Like, when can we get you an appointment? Do you have any concerns? Like anything, mm-hmm. you know, just, yeah. but I didn't get that. Um, so I found out that she actually transferred to the hospital where I had surgery. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. I love that hospital. I, I love that group. Let's go see her. She actually just recently left the state. <laughs> So she wasn't even an option at the, at the new place. So I went back to my primary and I was like, Hey, listen, I've been on this chase. This is my goal. This is what we've been working at. This is what we know has been happening. Everyone had said like, you know, it's probably weight loss. Like, you know, you're losing weight, your body's getting used to things. But when the clotting got bad, it got to the point where my primary was like, okay, let's get you a transvaginal ultrasound. Um, and let's get you someone that specializes in PCOS and uh, endometriosis, and we'll have you talk to that person about what your options are. So I had an appointment with them. Then I got COVID. They would not see me via telehealth. They would not talk to me on the phone, um, even though I was like bleeding profusely at this point, to the point where I had such low iron. My primary wanted me to take additional iron. Um on top of my multivitamin. And then we got to the point where um, they canceled on, I got a transvaginal ultrasound. They were like, your endometrial lining is thick, but everything else is fine. Um, We want to see you when the, (laughs) when your cycle ends. Right. And I remember texting you being like, this cycle doesn't fucking end. I know. Don't you listen to why I've been saying and calling and trying to be seen by you? Like, yes, the cycle doesn't end. I've been what bleeding end? for the entire year. Right. Because like yeah. at this point we were in June and I had been bleeding since January mm-hmm. <laughs> after having like awful periods my whole life on and off just because of the PCOS and everything. Um, so we got those results back. 
the gynecologist called me and they moved my appointment out and they were like, we have an emergency surgery. We have to move you to the 25th. And I just straight up cried on the phone. And I was like, I can't have you move me. I am literally like unable to do anything. This is how bad I am bleeding. And they were like, we can't do anything. We're sorry. Um, so they did tell me if I kept going through like a, I think it was like two pads within an hour, um, to go to the ER. So I did go to the ER and, I found out that nothing. Thank you. I only went genuinely. And I, I don't mean this lightly. Like I, I really only went because you were like, you have to go take care of yourself. Um, so thank you Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I am learning a very good adventure in advocating for myself and putting myself first as a medical human who needs care. Um, well, not even as that, as a human, that means a lot to a lot of people. Right. And it's and just you, being like, I'm cool hurting and being in pain right. and okay. wants you to be happy and healthy. And it's the one thing holding you back right now. Cause you are just thriving in every other aspect of your life. So like, yeah. let's get this fixed as quickly as we can get it fixed. So you can like start living your life Live life the way yes. that you want to and not Robin looking for and you're talking about this week. Yes. Not needing to like just be exist by bathrooms. Like right. I haven't gone into the office. I, the last day of our vacation, I really just needed to like stay pretty focal to the apartment. By the time I got home from the airport, I had bled through everything. Mm-hmm. That was wildly embarrassing um, because there's just nothing you can do. And you know that you are going to walk by so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had, I came home, I had to cancel all of my plans with all my friends for the whole week. Rob ended up canceling his bachelor party he was supposed to for a wedding that he's officiating. And we went to the ER. They were fantastic. Um, they were really, really good, but they found nothing. <laughs> they were like, which which was both great and exhausting. Like I just started crying be- again because I was like, okay, so this just means now I need to find an OB that can see me sooner and tell me like what the hell is going on. Um, so I refreshed the business. <laughs> There's a group here that has like a number of doctors and all of them like just have really great reviews and really good rating. And I had multiple friends who were like, check this out. So I refreshed, refreshed, refreshed. And I finally got an opening on last Monday morning, um, this past Monday with a OBGYN and it was a woman and honestly she like came into the meeting and Rob went with me she came in she was like wearing this bright blue Mexican dress she was like had bright yarn pink ball earrings in her ears and I don't know why but instantly that just made me feel like oh I'm I'm gonna love her she is here for me (laughs) like we're gonna be okay just because she like came in with such an aura of just like pure sunshine so we went in and um, she listened to me and it was so funny. Rob actually pointed this out to me was I had told her nurse that I was there because I'd been bleeding since January and nothing like registered. And then when she asked when the start of my last cycle was, and I was like, January, she goes, you've been bleeding since January. And I was like, yes. That's why I'm here. (laughs) Please help me. (laughs) And he said, he's like, I think when you say it, it doesn't register to people because it's just so unbelievable. Right. And he's like, when they finally get there and they hear it, they're like, shit. (laughs) Um, So we, uh, sorry, this is a very long story. (laughs) Yeah, but I think a lot of people are probably going through the same thing. So you should. Yeah. So it was. When she listened to me, she listened to me for 10 minutes and she goes, I want you to keep going. And she goes, but I want to a validate that your periods have always been terrible Mm -hmm. because of your, um, uh, your PCOS, like everything going on with you. She, uh, and she was like, but also she's like, I am so mad that no one at any point in your bariatric journey was like, make an appointment with your OB. She's like, because first of all, you can't get pregnant after surgery. And I was like, oh, I know. I literally like signed away my like life rights if I get pregnant. And she was like, right. So you need a plan. And she's like, if hormonal isn't a good plan or like something isn't a good plan, she's like, you should be working with your OB or your GYN to like to work on that. And she's like, 
Second of all, the fact that no one has told you that this happens after you lose weight rapidly and it's just a hormone dump. She's like, that makes me so angry for you because you have been in like this place of pain and this place of not being able to do anything and it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And then I just started crying again. <laughs> I right. was like, oh my God. And one of the things that you and I have talked about is like, that didn't come up <laughs> at all. And right. you've had a hysterectomy, so it is in your chart, but I still like through your paperwork, like there was nothing that was like OB appointment for yeah. an option to check on my paperwork. There was nothing that was like OB appointment. And how is that not a thing? (laughs) I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't actually like know this for certain, but doesn't estrogen sometimes live in fat cells? Well, so she said she was like, what she told me she thinks happening is happening. She was like, first of all, the fact that no one has ever done an endometrial biopsy on you, but has told you you have endometriosis is shit. Mm -hmm. So she did the endometrial biopsy and it came back normal. It came back with a, um, I don't know, like a breakdown wall. And she was like, that's fine. What we have planned for you is going to address it. But I don't have endometriosis. And I have been told that I have endometriosis. And no one has taken the step to actually do the fucking test. Like, right. because when she brought it out, I was like, oh, no, I've, I've never had that done. Like, no one has ever stuck anything that far on me and pulled skin out. That hasn't happened. Right. Um, and then she also said, she's like, you, the COVID vaccine, she was like, is amazing. I want everybody to get it. She was like, however, it does mess with periods and hormones. And she goes, and then the second booster shot specifically messes with your hormones regarding to periods. The fact that you've had COVID twice this year messes with your hormones. She's like surgery trauma in general. And then she was like, have you been losing hair? And I was like, yeah. And she was just like losing your hair and your body is like shedding that from that trauma. She's like, your body's shedding in here too. She's like, it's like, get the hell out. We don't need you. We are taking care of everything we need to. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, rapid weight loss. <laughs> she said, your body and however, she was like, it stores hormones and they release as you are losing that weight loss and, or losing that weight. And she's like, rapid weight loss is one of like the biggest things that you'll see something messing with your period. She's like, so you just have this perfect storm on top of already having PCOS. And she was like, girl, like we can help you. So I told her, I was like, man, (laughs) just the relief I feel from having someone who sat down and actually knew and could like diagnose and, and immediately didn't make me feel crazy. Because I told her and spent she spent an entire hour with me like that's we were there for almost two hours but like an hour of it was with her um and she had told me because I'm taking Provera right now which is the pill and it's supposed to help thin your lining but it's always made my hands and feet fall asleep and I can't take other birth controls because it increases my blood uh what's it called blood pressure is that the systolic diastolic yeah okay so blood pressure and uh she was like no it does make your hands and feet fall asleep and again I was like (laughs) I've only had male gynecologists and they've always looked at me and been like no you're crazy that's not a symptom um so just having this woman was like yeah I think Yeah. I mean, it's just meant to be, I think that you got her and it's hard because like, because, you know, we both had weight loss surgery, but I have a full hysterectomy. I can't, I can't even help like say, yes, it's happening to me too. Right. I mean, it's not even like a thing that I can relate with you with. I mean, I had a bunch of obviously issues to get me down the road of hysterectomy, but you were even like, let's just take this whole thing out, you know? And so now at least you have a, um, non-permanent way to hopefully feel better. Yes. I I literally was like, if you need to take it out, take it out. And she goes, well, honey, I was like, my family planning situation right now is that there isn't. And I love that she was like, I hear you. I respect your choice. I also want to leave space that you might be feeling that way because of how, what you're Mm -hmm. going through right now. You're 35. I don't want to make a permanent decision when we can fix it temporarily. Like we can, we have a different fix. So she recommended an IUD. Um, she said it will help with cells not accumulating inside. She said it will help with my abnormal crap that goes on because of PCOS anyway. Mm-hmm. And then she also said that um, if I get 
it'll be a localized hormone. So I won't get my hands and feet falling asleep, which is like my biggest, cause it, it is the same drug, but it's just localized. So it doesn't have through to absorb through like my body. Yeah. Through your stomach. Um, which is amazing. And then she told me that she was three months out and this is like, ugh. but she told me she was three months out and Rob looked at me and he was like, when she left the room and he was like, so does that mean we wait three months? Because I don't want that for you. Mm-hmm. And I asked her when she came back in and she like grabbed my hand and she goes, I am not going to make you be in pain like that for this long. And she wrote a note that allowed me to book her over her lunchtime. Right. So I'm going Monday, like tomorrow. Um, so we're filming this on Sunday. I'm going tomorrow and she's putting it in over her lunchtime. And she told me, she goes, listen, you might hate me for two months. You might have some briars remorse. And I was like, girl, I just had gastric surgery. I was like, the whole first three weeks of it was huge buyer's remorse. I'm like, I'm good. Don't worry. Like, yeah. And I was like, it, she goes, the good news is it'll be, it can't be worse than it is right now. And she goes, if you can deal with that for like a few more months, it will get everything out and then you'll be in a good place. And she's like, and I think this is going to be such a good solution for you. So yeah, I'm so grateful that you <sighs> found her and that you're going tomorrow and that you're starting so this next chapter of being, you know, because I can't even, I mean, just seeing you and I miss you so much, just seeing you in Seattle, <laughs> like there's really nothing stopping you except this. It right? was like, and and I love that you knew the difference because I kept saying to Rob, I'm like, I don't want to stop walking with Allison and Jeff. Like, I don't have a problem with the walking anymore. And I, and I almost get like this defensive, like, I don't want people to think that I'm like, oh, I'm fat. I can't walk. I want people to be like, no, she can walk. Like, it's just, she has this thing stopping her right now. And Rob's like, it's Alan Jeff. Like they know Courtney. And I was like, I know, but like, it's just so, it is honestly debilitating. And I, I can't believe like I'm, I'm really going to tell my surgeon this and I'm also going to tell me of a podcast. So maybe, the, maybe he will listen and this will be his second time hearing this, yeah. but I really just think that it's like something that needs to be included at the beginning of, if you are a woman or if you are, if you were biologically born as a woman, you need to have this as something that is like a part of your bariatric surgery plan. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> right. it needs to be addressed is wrecking my life. And like, I, at one point Jeff, um, had said to me, he's like, it's insane to me that Allison can get an appointment to see somebody about a heart transplant faster than you can see someone for a gynecology, gynecology visit in Texas right now. And I was like, it's insane. I don't, Mm -hmm. It felt dystopian because I was doing everything that I could. And we talked to, I talked to Jolene about this too, because she had said, she's like, even me working in healthcare, like it's insane to me that, um, everything that I've been going through, like that I have to wait a month for like next step answers for something that's really serious. Mm -hmm. It just, it's so otherworldly to, to it's like. It's maddening. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's just the short of it. It's maddening, the whole system. Um, and it's definitely, I mean, there's good doctors out there, obviously, but, mm-hmm. and it's not their fault because they don't, the great doctors aren't scheduling, right? Because they're working yes. on making sure your health is priority, but they don't realize that you're calling every day saying, please, yeah. please, please, can I be seen? And, you know, the people scheduling are probably overwhelmed because there's a lot of people answering the phone saying, please, yes. please, please. And trying to, to protect them and like, yeah. Right. So it's just, I don't know what the answer is, but um, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you're you're going through the same thing Courtney is, or if you're considering weight loss surgery and you still, you know, haven't gone through menopause yet, or you don't have a full hysterectomy like I do, like bring it up and yeah. say, what effects is this going to have on my, my period, my cycle? Um, Definitely have a plan. Yeah. Because when I told her that our uh, birth control plan right now <laughs> was condoms for not getting pregnant for the next 18 months, she was, she like, <laughs> bless her for not saying any words out loud, but her face was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so when I said, when she brought up the IUD, I was like, well, I really like that because that's a second level of protection. And she was like, yes, yes, I love that for you. But also like, Girl, and I told her, I'm like, I want to be able to have sex with my husband. Like, I can bend different ways now. I need to try that out. 
I don't know if we can say that in a podcast. If we can, we're leaving it. I also like, I want to wear cute freaking underwear. Like I actually can wear a size of underwear that you come in cute underwear now. I want right. those. Like, I don't want to be wearing around my Knicks like, period panties every single day yeah. for another year. Like, Well, that's the thing. Know. Back to the, you know, back to this is the only thing holding you back. So, I mean, hopefully Monday, I mean, it's not going to be the most fun, but it'll be hopefully the start of something great. It'll be great. Yeah. And I'm going to get like my favorite taco inside for dinner as like a treat and it's going to be perfect. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited for you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that update. It's been a lot for sure. So let's talk about like, you've had big, 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 big successes. You uh, have... I remember you texting me in Seattle and being like, I'm boarding the plane. I think it was 200. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. then we were like, oh yeah, you're going to be under. And now you're freaking 196. Like, I know. I know. It's crazy. It's wild. Like I remember stepping on the scale and I was 197 and I was like, whoa, like, whoa. no, way. <laughs> no, no way. Cause like it just, that's why I was, I think when I, it wasn't immediately when I got home, but like the next day or something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the 100 since I was pregnant with my adult, almost 20 year old son. Wow. So, I mean, we're talking two decades. Um, so it's definitely wild. And also, if all, we all remember, my surgeon said there was no way I was going to get down into the 100s. Um, so Have you that sent him a screenshot of the scale just to be like, huh, sucker? No, I haven't. I don't even. I mean, he'd probably be like, well, "Who are you again?" Like, the name of who I am. I said, um, what? No way. I knew you yeah. would do it. <laughs> yeah, you made that up. Um, so, yeah, no, I am, like, really excited to be there. It's funny that, like, I and I mentioned in the beginning of this that I also felt like, you know, it's because I'm doing something wrong, right? I can never just be like, yeah, you're putting in the work. You're being consistent. That's what this yeah. is all about, like, being consistent, walking when you don't feel like walking or, you know, not cheating on what you should or shouldn't be eating. Um, but I, yeah, I feel really good about it. You it's look like you're my sister. And I'm not saying that to like, you literally look like you could be their sister and it's insane. And I'm so Thank proud you. of you and I'm so happy for you. It's funny. I had a photo shoot on Tuesday and um, it was myself and um, a stylist. And then the person that I was photographing, she was a dietitian. Yeah. And we were talking about kids and I was like, Oh, how old are your kids? And she said that, you know, they were like seven and I, I don't know, four. I was like, Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have, I have kids too, but they're both adults now. And she looked at me and she's like, wait, I thought you were 18. I was like, ha ha. Yes. No, she's like, seriously, you're not, a, you're not just out of like high school. And I was like, you're adorable. Thank you. So no. girl, between this like Sicilian tan you've got going on and a chic haircut. And we've got this like Freaking! I don't you. I the last picture you sent, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I would literally look at you and think that you were like their sister. Although the other day I went out with my oldest son, and he was like, "Do you think people think we're on a date?" Just <laughs> <laughs> a kick out of that. I was like, um, I I don't think so, because like at me, like I look at him and I, he looks five, <laughs> and I definitely look like I'm forty two. And nope. Yeah. Neither of those things are true anymore, mama. <laughs> I know. And he was like, what is your skincare routine? And I was like, oh, you're normal. That's, um, I mean, yo, fantastic. <laughs> drunken elephant all the way. I don't know. I love that stuff. Um, no, but it feels good. I mean, I remember when they originally told me I wasn't going to meet the transplant team until I was 190. My goal at this point is 180. And okay. I, I don't even know. I mean, I still have big arms, right? I mean, because that's like the last thing I think to lose the weight and yeah. definitely have some weight in like my – although it doesn't feel like I have any weight in my butt because it hurts to sit for a long period Dude. of time. Like I sit on pillows now. Like I'm on the couch in like <laughs> three pillows. So like it's really obnoxious, but it hurts. No. it's And it, it, I mean it's like a, tra- a like really dramatic difference, right? And you go from like a lot of cushion to no cushion and it's like yeah. – yeah. Yeah. The 180, we'll see. I mean, I'm just honestly, again, just trying to get as healthy and strong as I can um, to yeah. be able to cover as quickly and as well as I can post-transplant. I like that. And you know, like there with post-transplant stuff, like there's going to be some steroids and different things that definitely affect your weight that are not you or anything that you have done. It's just right. everything in place to like keep you going and keep you healthy. So yeah. I feel yeah. like that 
is a, a good mental spot too to be able to handle like that fluctuation and yeah I know that's definitely gonna be tough um that's why I thought maybe if I was at 180 I wouldn't go pop back into the 200s but yeah. you know, I mean steroids or steroids I've been on steroids, steroids are... that was my least favorite thing the first time the first treatment I ever got for PCOS and this was I was 18 so it was a while ago and mm-hmm. uh it was a medicine that had steroids in it. And I remember going to every single appointment and they'd be like, oh, you haven't lost any weight to help your PCOS. And I was like, you're I'm giving steroids. me steroids. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know. Of course I, know. I haven't lost weight. <laughs> I was on, I, they put me on steroids the year that I had open heart and I packed on like 50 pounds within like months, months. It's just um, so. But when I went to the cardiologist, they were like, you're on steroids. So we understand why you put on weight. So at least they understood, but it was still just like, this sucks. It does. Especially when you work so hard to like, yeah. I'm so, you're like, oh girl. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is I, and Jeff even mentioned, he's like, you think more about food now than you did before. And I was like, I think that's the point. (laughs) I think I have to think more about like, what am I putting in my body? What am I going to eat next? And you know, is it going to be protein forward? Is it going to have the yeah. vegetables and fiber and the nutrients that I need? Like, I didn't, like, I think I was just like a vacuum cleaner before. I would eat whatever, whenever you I know, wanted. I will say, and we've been talking a lot to um, somebody else who is going through the process of exploring surgery. Um, and I think that that's really important. So this is like something else too. There are places that will like rush you through your surgery and they mm-hmm. will make it happen fast for you. But at that point, it's almost like a weight loss, right? It's not necessarily like addressing the whole you because you and I have both learned so much about nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was something that we were just talking about with that person. Like her team is doing the same thing. They're making sure that she understands the nutrition part of it, which is like unbelievable to think versus like, and not to like throw my brother under the bus, but um he doesn't listen to this and I I do love him, but he had a photo the other day that I saw and he is the biggest that he has ever been. Um, and I know, uh, we were talking like within my family and we had hoped that me getting surgery would be like an impetus for him to get moving and to like, it didn't have to be weight loss surgery, but maybe be something that would work for him. Um, whether it's working with a nutritionist, learning about how he should be eating, like whatever. And instead of doing any of that, his doctor just gave him a weight loss pill. And I'm like, that's addressing the weight, but it's not addressing anything that causes the weight. And like, for me, it was a, it was a balance between like eating the wrong things for my body composition, but also my body just didn't process sugars correctly. And now that I have this, like oh my God, I don't blow up when I eat a strawberry. That's fantastic. I've never had that happen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just made me so sad for my brother. And I know it's because he's in this place with like not the same kind of medical care that I have access to right now. Um, But it it didn't seem like a solution for him. You know, It, it was just more like, here, have a pill and start taking this and hopefully lose weight versus like, don't fill a mixing bowl with cereal and milk and call it dinner because that's not the nutrients that your body needs. You're overloading your body with sugar, but it teaches him none of that. And we've learned so much. Like I know so much about sugar and carbs now that I never knew. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, and I've always felt that I've never been a person that was into fast food. Um, but I would just, I would just eat all the time and, and I was never eating protein and I was never thinking about nutrition like, I never ate protein. We joked about it. Right. I mean, and there's just so many things that like weight weight gain and being overweight is like this really complex thing because it involves the way your body's made up. It involves maybe illnesses that are happening within your body that you can't control, medications you have to be on, but also yeah. like for a lot of people, emotional stuff yes. and like comfort. I mean, there has been a lot of times now with being in the middle of all this transplant stuff and being really overwhelmed, I've been like, oh my God, I would do anything to be able to just eat a pint of ice cream right now yeah. or mindlessly eat Doritos right now. Yeah. Um, and like, I can't, I can't, I, like I literally can't for many reasons, like because of the surgery, because 
I know that this surgery is inevitable and I need to be healthy. Um, but you know, there's that part that is still in my brain, right? Yes. I mean, emotionally eating for support, for sadness, for stress. Um, and I think that's the biggest part about this is like, they don't want to speed you through. I remember that you and I were like, why can't we just do this tomorrow? Yes. And I'm like, really glad that we didn't just do this tomorrow. Honest to God, same. And I, I like, I, I cried for him and I, I talked to Rob about it. I'm like, but God. Yeah. And it, and, um, there's nobody that could have had that conversation with me before I was ready to have it. No, because it's a light switch. It has to be it turned on really and you is. have to be the person who turns it on. No one else can be like, you know, you have to do this. It's got to it took be like- a team of people to educate me. Like mm-hmm. I have my surgeon. I have the dietitian at the surgeon group. I hired Megan, my bariatric dietitian. Like I, <laughs> and the there's still times where I'm like, I don't know. And then I'll Google or I'll ask you or like, I'll try it. Like we, we talked about this. I had fruit snacks the other day. Um, and they were Annie's, I think Annie's organic or something. And in my mind, like, because it said all natural, we were great. I was great. Um, all natural meant 11 added grams of sugar. (laughs) And I have had like, um, a bite of somebody's dessert, or I've had my friend's wedding. I had a bite of Rob's wedding cake and those things went okay. Um, however, this did not go okay. I got gas to the point where I was in excruciating pain and I had diarrhea and I threw up and it was not okay. And I ate them for two nights in a row and both nights I was like, wait a minute. And then one night I didn't have them and I didn't have it. And I was like, this is like pure dumping syndrome. This is not okay. My body is literally screaming no to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, that's some, I, I probably actually would have tried them on the road, but like trying new things in your house, like that's, yeah. that's still a real, real thing. And we're six months post-op, like. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Know. I mean, we're still learning. That's the thing, you know, it's not like, because for, for well, for me, 42 years of eating one way, for yeah. you, 35, 34 years of eating one way, you know. 35. <laughs> <laughs> I told everybody this weekend, I'm like, I keep, I, I'm finally past 34. I have to get. Yeah. I have to remember. No. Ugh. But, but speaking you've been of, on a kick. Oh, yeah. with my no, about food? What are we talking about? Food? I was gonna talk about your like fennel. Your fennel. Oh loss. yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with I will in Seattle I had this amazing salad with fennel. And I think I've yeah. always just stayed away from fennel because people said it tasted like licorice. So I was like, oh gross. I don't like why not eat a vegetable that tastes like licorice? But it doesn't <laughs> really to me. And it was so good. So I've been making it all the time at home with shrimp. I've also been making, um, you watched me eat it before we went on, um, <laughs> chicken with the Flavor God pizza seasoning with it um, delicious sauce and mozzarella. So good. Um, and she cuts and- it like thinly. So it's a nice like yeah, it's you a get thin. a good ratio of seasoning to <laughs> yes. And I've been I made jalapenos and I put um, chicken in them and covered it with a little bit of cheese and salsa. It was so good. So I've been like doing all that stuff. Um, I do since we are talking about six months. I get to eat beef for the first time. I get to have red meat. Ah. Um, so do you have a that, planned meal or like what's what is we happening? have this very fancy, very expensive. Uh, Jeff will be like, oh crap. Yeah. We have this very fancy <laughs> restaurant um that has that's known for their steak. So I think that that is where I would like to go. Um Perfect. should I be out at a restaurant trying red meat for the first time? Probably not. Probably not the smartest thing, but you know, say la vie. It is what it is. It's like a 12-minute dash to your front door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not far from where we live, so it'll be okay. <laughs> Um, you know, another thing that is weighing on me is I'm going to have to relearn how to eat, um, post-transplant as well because it's basically the pregnancy diet. Um, which knocks out a lot of protein options. It it does. It, yeah. knocks out the sushi. Um, it knocks out, uh, runny eggs. It knocks out soft cheeses. It, um, lunch meat. Lunch, no lunch meat, oysters. Yeah. Um, Which is hard, especially if you're like traveling or trying to like do something with work. Like a lot of those options are very much like meat and cheese, um, lunch meat, eat a salad as a lunch meat. So it definitely. And I can't do like um, salad bar because it's really (sighs) high in in bacteria. That makes sense. 
Yep. But that I just got really sad for you. <laughs> I know. Um, and then like, there's a lot of citrus I can't have as well because it interferes with the transplant medication. Really? Yeah. Like, so like could you still have your LMNT, LMNT things and the Ultima things or is that? I think so. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. So yeah, I also am having a love affair with red wine vinegar at the moment. Also very good. Oh, so good. I'm obsessed. So, so good. Like that's delicious just by itself on like chicken and, and lettuce. Like mm-hmm. ugh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying, you know, I think when you can get overwhelmed by anything, um, for me, it's obviously all this medical stuff. It's really easy to be like, oh my God, how is it going to be six months from now? How is it going to be a year from now? And it's just like, I'm really just trying to focus on like today. Yeah. It's been the only thing that I've been able to kind of rest on is like, I can't think about how I'm going to be eating in six months or right how I'll be feeling or all of that stuff. I just had to figure out kind of walk day by day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's a lot, it's really overwhelming, truly. So anyway, sorry for the downer. What else no. you got? You're Yo, that's fair. How that's much fair? <laughs> it is <laughs> fair. It <laughs> is very fair. <laughs> I am very overwhelmed, but it's okay. It will. I, I am so proud of you. Because one of the things that I have noticed a lot, because you have gone through a lot of things in your life, and this is the first time where I'm actually seeing you like open up and open up to people and allow people to help you. And I know that that's not easy. And I don't know what in you is letting that happen, but I'm super fucking proud of you for it because this is something that's like way too big to do um, alone. So I'm glad that you're... Yeah, I mean... I think a lot, remember last time we chatted on the podcast, you were talking about feeling like you held Rob back, like all that stuff. I feel like my illnesses and just very strange circumstances that have happened to me in my life are so overwhelming or in a way just like so hard to deal with. And I've just never wanted anybody to have to deal with it too, because I don't know how to deal with it. And so I, I keep a lot of it super guarded and I don't talk about it because I don't want to be that person and I don't want to make that in my identity. But like, I've realized that like, it is my freaking identity at this point. (laughs) I can't escape it. Um, It's a part of you, but it's definitely not all of you. You are like, and also I feel like a failure on a lot of ways because it's like, why can't I just have a healthy heart? Like why does does this still happen? Yeah. I'm trying to do like, you know, everything and it's not working and I had a conversation with Jeff about it. Like, I feel so bad that I pulled him into this and I feel like I'm letting him down and I feel like I'm letting all these people down by like having to go this route. And, you know, I mean, like he of course went through like, are you insane? Like this I know. is not your fault. Like I, it's like that goodwill hunting moment where we're yes. like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Hands in face. Like, like right. let me talk to you, coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, that is just very much like how I've looked at everything that's happened to me and um, so it is very hard for me to ask for help, but I, last time I went through open heart, I said I would never do it again. Yeah. And here we are. So it's kind of like, I just, I have, I want to see my kids grow older. I want to see them succeed in what they're going to succeed for. And I'll be here to pick them up when they need picking up. I, I, you know, there's, I want to, Jeff and I are empty nesters in our forties. Like, let's go live our lives a bit. Um, I did just agree to, to definitely move in the winter though. <sighs> Um, because you, yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm obsessed to with to a beach. Yes. To somewhere warm because I, <laughs> I'm obsessed with this new podcast that I've, that we found, um, either doctors and transplant heart transplant recipients. Yes. And they were talking about how even before COVID they always opt to be outside because they don't okay. want to, cause it's not just COVID that we can't catch because your immune system yes. can't catch colds and flus and like stupid illnesses like that stomach bugs. Yeah. And that means that I would be inside my house for what? Four or five winters. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not going to work. If everybody doesn't know, uh, Pittsburgh winter is a thing. <laughs> I think there's no outside dining really to be like yeah. bad. Um, Some nice like lake effects, snow dumping nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So the other day I went to Jeff, I was like, I really think we can move now like in the winter. And he was like, it took all of this to get you to here. I was like, <laughs> Listen, doesn't matter how I got here. I'm here now. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here so we can just figure this out from this moment. So, Ooh. yeah. I love that. I gave Rob a year timeline. I'm done with Austin. I'm done with Austin today. I am very done. Yeah. Um, okay. But I gave him a year timeline and thinking about like Boston or New York. 
specific areas of New York that are far enough from other things in New York. <laughs> but okay. uh, yeah, probably Boston. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. We'll see if he sticks to it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I like that it's a drive away rather than a flight away. That's Although, exactly how I feel. Like, Yeah. I just have to make I sure mean, that we visit you in Austin before you leave because it is so fun. We have the best time. But we have, we have a good time in whatever city we go to, honestly. So, yeah. We do. We have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I will make sure to stay in Austin long enough for a post-transplant hoedown. Perfect. <laughs> hoedown throwdown. <laughs> we took our friends to Broken Spoke last night and they were like, we think that this is the most Texas thing that we've ever done. We're like, oh, next time you come back, we have other places to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is only just the amuse bouche of it. I was like, this is the most Texas thing you can do in Austin. Right. <laughs> we, we can go outside of the city next time. <laughs> Can we almost talk about how you are almost at your wedding weight or maybe at this point at your wedding weight? Oh my God. I, dude, so like bless, right? All of this hormonal nonsense that's been happening has been because of, I lost like 15 pounds post our trip or from the start of our trip. Mm -hmm. Um, And we did, like we knew, we went hiking, we did all kinds of things. I burned all kinds of sweat. I was like, fat, get off my body. Right. And it did. It did the thing. It got off my body. Um, so when we left, I was 280, 278. No, 287. And now I am um, 274. And my wedding weight is 270. I have not been that light since 2010. I looked at a photo from my wedding and I already look healthier um, than I did in that photo because I'm not... Uh, maintaining like I don't have so much water retention going on uh so like damn that's gonna be a moment that's gonna be a day you just get like a naked FaceTime call where I'm sitting in the bathroom crying I'll be like oh my god what just happened I think actually what needs to happen is we need to take a page out of Jolene's book and (sighs) renew your vows yeah when you get to like you know somewhere that you are like feeling great yeah I mean, which could be today, truly, but like, you know what I mean? Like getting a dress. We were driving home from the airport and Rob goes, would you go marry me in the courthouse right now? And I'm like, yes. He goes, do we have to get divorced to do it first? I was like, who knows? Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Let's do it. But I agree. I want to have like a fun, a fun, I don't know. I just want to have a fun for us wedding. We were 23 and very impressionable when we got married. And I would love to have a wedding that just celebrates like our love and our partnership and everything that we have come through over the past few years, even if it's like an informal, I fucking love you in somebody's backyard. Like Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. I would just love it. Um, Amazing. But I'm starting to like, I'm finally starting to notice physical changes too. Like I sent you my newly dresses round this month mm-hmm. and I was like, I have waist in one of these dresses. Like yep. I have not had waist in for literally ever. There's one of them that I put on that I'm like, damn, my hips look great in that dress. Like, yes. what is this? And I've never like liked any part of my body before except for my eyes. So this is very new. Um, but I also like, I'm noticing that sizes get smaller really quickly. So like the difference between a 28 and a 26 was like a hundred pounds for me. Sure. Um, but now like, I am, I was at a 24 and you, you told me when I put on the 24s, those look big and now they're really big. Um, so now I'm in a 22 and those are like perfectly comfortable. Uh, and I'll be out of them soon. Mm-hmm. And this like Lane Bryant top or torrid top, like I was in a three, I was wearing them. I just put on a two this morning. It fits perfectly with room. Like, so I still have this like catching up to do. Yeah. It's definitely, um, and it was so funny at the gynecologist visit, the woman, I was like celebrating that 277 is so close to my at-home scale because I was like, oh my God, it's only three pounds more than my at-home scale with like clothes and everything. And she's like, that girl's celebrating like 277. I'm like, hell yeah, that girl is because she started the year at 411. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Freaking amazing. But I've had like so many non-scale victories too. Like I wrote them all down so I remember them, but my Fitbit, I was able to change to the smaller watch band, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Our flight to and from Seattle, I didn't have to use the extender on the Alaskan flights, which I did when we went to or to Seattle. I did when we went to San Diego. 
So like from June to July, I no longer need the extender. That's insane. Mm -hmm. Um, The gyno visit, like just being on that thing, laying down, like my big girls know scooting down when you have that extra weight is like so hard. And just being able to like scoot my butt to her, like pick it up and let her put the pillow underneath, like things I could never do. Um, I can like, I could use the regular blood pressure cuff at the ER. That was insane to me. I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 14 pounds away from doing the glow in the dark kayak limit, which I don't know if I said last year, but that's one of my like things. We went to a diner this morning and I fit into the bench at breakfast in those small ass little like stuck diner to table things that give you like no room. Yeah. I finally fit in one of those. Yes. I fit in Rob's like comfy chair in our living room. So I'm like, ah, I don't know, everything. I'm just so yeah. happy. Yeah, well, you should be happy. And you're going to get all this other stuff hormone figured out. And then you're going to be like unstoppable. Unstoppable. And my hair has stopped falling out. It's probably that extra iron for real. It really honestly might be. It's the time, right? Because it was a lot of the the surgery. I'm pumping myself full of iron. (laughs) And the iron because you're losing so much blood. So like, Mm -hmm. good. Great. I'm taking 120 extra milligrams on top of my bariatric vitamin right now, which is insane. Um, we do recognize that we are, that is not a long-term goal for me. And that is, right. we're oh. going to try to get it off. Um, cause I don't want to be living on milk and magnesia either, <laughs> uh, to help with regulate the flow, um, from the other end. <laughs> right. But, uh, right now it's just necessary because the pure exhaustion that I was feeling wasn't okay. It's wild to think that it's been six months. Um, just the things that we've gone through and like that we've both had major medical things where people were like, Oh yeah. Um, maybe it wasn't your weight. Uh, right. That you're like in the process of being able to list. I know I'm going to not bleed through things for the first time in a really long time. Mm-hmm. We like, are excited. I'm, I sent you a shrimp recipe the other day and was like, look at how good this looks. I know. Who am I? <laughs> I know. I think that's like the most common thread between our, our just you and I texting each other. Yes. I'll be like, here's a picture. Who am I? <laughs> this is what I decided to eat today. Or like, who am I? It's, what it's, is this? Yeah. It's because like these changes have happened over six months yeah. and not even so because like those first few months you still look and feel the same way as you did, yes. you know, right? Like all yes. of a sudden you wake up and sort of like things are actually scale is moving and you're like, feeling oh, shit, this there. is real this happened yeah <laughs> um so i think that's just that's the craziest part about this is that like, all of these major major life changes where you were just describing all your non-scale victories happened within six months which is like and it's so it's one of those things right you're always like i don't have time i don't have time i don't have time but like whoa <laughs> do i ever have time for like what i put into this versus what i've gotten out of it so far I yeah. have all the time in the world for that. That is, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Uh, Yay. I know we were going to talk about other things, but I feel like this is a good six months. This is trip. good. Yeah. And we can just go on to our other topics next time. So thanks for doing the whole journey of this. Everybody who's still listening. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for checking in. <laughs> yeah. We, I think we want to wish some good luck to, Yes, we have, uh, by the time this goes live, they will both have had their surgeries. Um, but we have a couple of friends that have sent us messages and they let us know that like Monday is their day. And I just remember being so nervous about Monday being my day <laughs> or about like my day. So for Monday, we have Heather dash weight loss edition. Um, she's going to be getting surgery on Monday. So we're super excited. Allison, you will laugh so hard because she uh admitted to me that she also um has, has bought uh some shakes oh, some as in like um pallets of them got it yes yeah yes. we have another person her name is marissa she started looking at weight loss surgery and then she um 
got it and she's in the process and her bypass surgery is on Monday. So that's super exciting too. And we just really wish you both good luck. It's funny because I think people used to say like, welcome to the loser's bench. And I had like no idea. Like I was like, what is yeah. <laughs> but it's, I think it's more than that. It's like, welcome to like a new life that you put yourself first. Cause I think notoriously yes. as humans, yes. as women, we just don't, we don't do that. So welcome to the new version of yourself that is yes. to fight for you. Prioritizing you. Yep. yep. It is. Heck yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thanks friends so much for listening. And um, if you happen to get the chance and you would like to, don't forget to vote for us for best bariatric podcast. Yep. At the, it's the just be you bariatric award show mm-hmm. um, hosted by our sleeved life podcast. And again, we're blown away that we're like nominated for this. So if you want to take a moment and vote for us, there's also like 20 categories of people you can vote for. The award show is in November and we'd be so grateful. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye. Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. They are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost. (laughs) 